Welcome to Tiny Town Library. Thanks for joining us. We're coming to you straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations, and an interview with a local person of interest. Uh, my name is Bonnie. I'm the director of the Dalen Memorial Library, and with me today is Joanne, our Hello. children's program director. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. And Amy, our interlibrary loan specialist. Hi, everybody. Hi. It is just the ticket to o'clock on the last Friday of September. Can you believe it's over already? No. no. September flew by, but we're getting ready for the best month of the year. October, so exciting. So um, it's a busy, busy day. The book sale, the mm-hmm. library book sale, which we normally host um, during spring gala. Yep. We have taken over the whole backyard with the plant sale and decided to move the library book sale into the fall. So it's tomorrow. And the podcast will not be published by tomorrow. Sorry to tell you that because I will be schlepping hopefully hundreds of amazing books into the MPR. That's the Mount Vernon Village School Multipurpose Room. Mm -hmm. New location, new procedure. Are you allowed to drop books off here? No, No, never. Please never do it again. Um, I am hope. No, right. I'm hoping our book lovers go into their collection and siphon off some of their best um, books that they just can bear to part Mm -hmm. with, and then take them over to that NPR. And then all the friends are going to be there to accept the donations, and we're having a sorting party. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like in an hour or so, we're going to start doing that. So we're going to buzz through this podcast because it's important that we stick to our once a month commitment. Mm -hmm. And this is our last minute September issue, but (laughs) so much happened in September. So we wrapped up that whole summer thing, and um, September arrived back to school vibe and mm-hmm. we wrapped up the battle of the burbs fundraiser remember how we had cindy and spencer here last month was that just last month yeah it was last month and we didn't know how it was gonna it go like and mm-hmm. it does it went awesome it battle of the burbs was a fundraiser for the Mount Vernon library charitable foundation and we were pitting neighbor against neighbor in a good fun way it was fun yeah to see what neighborhood could raise the most money for the town and it was margaret circle Congratulations, oh, Margaret Circle. Good job. Don't feel bad, Historic District Center. I was number one. Historic District Center was number one for one hot minute. I, I think, enjoyed it. I think Dutton Circle was number one for one hot minute, too. Did you enjoy your minute? I, I enjoyed um, that some new neighbors mm-hmm. jumped in and, and gave some money towards the project, and some yep. of my old neighbors did, mm-hmm. and that we were kind of jockeying you know, for a couple of days. Yep. And... Um, then, oh, our interview guy is oh, here. Listen. You're come early, but come on in. in. Come, come on in. I'll get you a chair. Like a witch's <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking um, about. He's an overachiever. Paula Virtue is our interview today. So we're Exciting gonna, that you're here, Paul. We're going to invite him to the table early, come and on, he can be part of segment one, which is our town news. We were just talking about Margaret Circle. Oh, winner, winner. Um, Paul was dinner. the captain of the winning are you on a blog right now? We are on right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, we're live. So <laughs> you can you can listen and then we'll we'll wrap you in for that final okay. interview. <laughs> um, so the winner got a black party mm-hmm. and that was super fun to organize. I and had fun. we also did a second prize, which turned out to be three more prizes. The, I know. the people I who get had the highest either. participation mm-hmm. on the street. Now I thought this was gonna be hard to figure out and I tried to talk the board out of doing it. I was like, no, let's just do a raffle and then any street could win second place. But they actually did it by percent, and Dow Road won. They had 81% of their residents participated. Donate, participated. So mm-hmm. that was a that was that's good. a pretty high number. So they yeah. gave them an ice cream social, but then Larry Breckenridge on Spring Hill Road killed it. He went door to door. He did. Hi, I'm Larry, and he um, talked about the project. He's very good at that. Yeah, he was good. So he met a bunch of new neighbors and got them involved. So he got an ice cream social, and then. Westgate and Whiting Lane, mm-hmm. Mary Wiley. Mary Wiley. Um, she had a really mm-hmm. high turnout too, and she had a lot of new donors on her street. So super exciting. That was an amazing turnout. Hundred brand new donors to the project. That's great from that fundraiser. So exciting. So moving on, and we'll we'll circle back and talk to Paul about how that Mexican block party went. But um, back to school, back to book clubs. What's mm-hmm. going on with uh, the children's programming for the fall? Well, I'm pretty excited. My book clubs start next week because mm-hmm. October starts tomorrow. So they've had the book? They're, they're they've reading. all been picking up the book so they should come prepared to talk. And so I've got a book club for first and second grade. Those are eager readers. 
And our third and fourth are bonkers for books. And fifth and sixth are page turners. And I have a a book club that I bring back and forth as needed. It's needed this year. Mm -hmm. It's our bring your own book for seventh and eighth grade. They all start um, on Wednesdays. They go from October through April. Super fun. Is it too late? Are they completely full? Well. I know you always make exceptions. They're mostly (laughs) full. I have a little bit of room. We just had a bigger library. I have a little bit of room for my 7th and 8th graders Mm -hmm. because 7th and 8th graders are notoriously hard to impress. But Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you. I think the earrings that you're wearing today would be very (laughs) impressive. Uh, I dare them to sign up. (laughs) We um, will have a lot of fun. And with the... Bring your own book for seventh and eighth grade. They, I know, are so busy in a new school with a lot more homework. I'm not telling them what book to read. We come together, we talk about what we have been reading. It's like a little mini um, review around the table. And then we, of course, eat and either do games or a craft. It's very fun, and I would encourage you to sign up or moms and dads just sign just them up. Just drop them up. Just like push them right. out of the car. Push them out of the car. They're going to have fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, your story time in your lap set has been well attended and super fun. That little parachute yesterday. Um, I love story time in lap set. And I've talked about this before. I, in the beginning, did not particularly like lap set because it's um, for babies. babies. And maybe yeah. in the beginning I would have just this one baby and their mom and I would be I would just feel awkward, you know? That was low baby turnout because mm. there weren't any new babies. <laughs> yeah. But there's a million babies. We have a lot now. of babies. It's just really fun. Um, COVID babies. It's, yeah. It's true. It's, um, what else did they have to do? It's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the groups are delightful. Oh, and I have one more one more uh, group I've started because of a generous donation from uh, Beth Kershaw's Brothers Memorial. Yes. Um, she has been very generous to me in my programs in the past and again she's done it and we've a new program it's called friday crafternoons okay that's gonna be great if you bring your one of your children mm. just your favorite one <laughs> and you can, um, you can bring tim he's <laughs> 22 too old for crafternoons no if you could if you could drag him if you could drag him in um so we'll be doing just five different uh-huh. uh, so friday, it's a parent and a child a parent or a grandparent on a friday and a child mm-hmm. Kick off the weekend. And um, I'm very excited. I've been wanting to do this for When's a long time. When's the first time. one? Um, in October. Oh, my my first one is on the 14th of October. It's and coming up. It's full. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. All right. So. All right. So popular. <laughs> you can be on the wait list. <laughs> don't, All right. Well, one of my activities me. is full, too. So there you go. <laughs> not to brag. What is not it? to brag, but the adult painting night. We kicked it off last <laughs> month in memory of Hazel Milligan. Oh. Uh, the beloved artisan in town who passed away. Uh, At 101. One. Almost 101. Incredible. So we um, took some funds from her memorial and started a paint night. And last month we did sunflowers. Awesome. Everybody Mm -hmm. showed up. It was fun. It was fun, right? Mm -hmm. And then they left with their sunflower and a painting. And this month we're doing mini pumpkins. Lovely. And I went over into the stash of artwork that they donated to um, the library. And there was apples in a pedestal and leaves so I'm going to bring all her fall paintings that we oh, have for a little nice gallery um, showing people to be inspired and we're going to do that once a month so they'll I've been popping it up on Facebook as an event and whoever signs up quick quick it gets full yep I don't know a better way to do it is it similar people mm. the second time um, it was different people this time oh, good. somebody That's said good. I did it last month so I'm not gonna take a spot dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so I'll call that person if we have an opening mm-hmm. quick. but yeah it'd be nice to get different people but it's the idea is kind of like drop in do a little painting no pressure right not a ton of instruction just for open-ended fun it's good for you just like Hazel would want us mm-hmm. to do. good good conversation but, too nice just to have it be low-key and no pressure so you could kind of chat with the other people and yeah so we're doing it next tuesday so i'm hoping to have a little talk about halloween and Mm. get some candy collection going maybe and then november it'll be right before thanksgiving and christmas right in the middle of the holidays so hopefully that works out and then we kicked off coffee and books Mm -hmm. with tea for the queen oh the queen it was so sad 
Um, but we put a fancy little tea party out and wore hats and invited people. Um, I, was that the day she was, was it her funeral day? I can't remember. It was pretty close. It was very close. The week before. Was it the week before? Because it, yeah. it was right after she died. Right. We were yeah. supposed to kick off coffee and books the next week, but we mm-hmm. thought, you know what? Yeah. Let's just do a yeah. tea party. So. It was nice. Um, long live the queen. Too mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, King Charles. Let's do a good job. <laughs> so. Um, also, we talked about the book sale already. That's exciting mm-hmm. that that's going to be this weekend, and we'll recap it next month. Hopefully, it goes well. If it doesn't, it was a good try, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to feel bad. Yeah. I kind of love the location, though. I'm excited to I have it I think it'll it be really FDR. good. It just yeah. seems like a bigger space and cleaner and weather protected, even though the Absolutely. weather Absolutely. That'll be so good. be great. Um, we are open, so um, patrons are walking yeah. about. I just wanted to touch very lightly. Tomorrow is October 1st. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Halloween because yes. it's such a big day in Mount Vernon. And the library does have a plan. Our theme this year, do you know what it is? I know it's something with witches it and cats. Something. Yes, good guess. Yes. Um, I think I pulled a Shakespeare quote this morning, double, double, toil oh, and from trouble. Macbeth. From yes. Macbeth, yes. yes. So I, I think we're going to kick it off with witch um, theme and then work some cats in. We've never done cats before. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. I went into the hmm. stash, I went to the attic, I went to the basement, and there was absolutely not a single black cat in the mm. collection. So we have to remedy that because we've got bats and spiders and snakes and everything. Hello to the Durries. <laughs> and um, I'll get Miss Joanne's two cents about Halloween when she comes. She's checking books in and out. Um, would you like to do your segment, or do you want to move to Paul and we'll circle back to book recommendations? Yeah, we can do book recommendations later. You want to do yeah, that? Yeah. How do you feel about that, Joanne? Do you want to move right into Paul, because he's here already? Whatever you want. All right, because you're in charge of the speed round. I am in charge. <laughs> speed round. That's, mm-hmm. That sounds ominous. No right. Yeah. All right, well, we'll officially welcome you to the library, Paul Lever, too. Thank you. You know why you're here. No. So we always pick a special guest. For the podcast, someone in town of great importance, of high regard. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you want something from me? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because Margaret Circle did such a fabulous job, we thought you'd come in and talk a little bit about Battle of the Birds mm-hmm. and also your new role as the chair of the Strategic Planning Committee. Oh. So you are multi talented. So um, I'm going to let Joanne take care of the interview portion. All right. And we're looking for your bell. The bell. I think it's underneath the curtain. There's so much under the curtain. I think it's by a letter B for bell. In the box. Mm. The bell. We might have to just go ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we may just have to. Darn it. Oh, oh. Okay. Yay. Yay! Policy and procedure. We have to follow the rules. I got this from the um, Toy Store. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it nice? There we go. Oh, this is a new experience for me. Yeah, All right. I'm going to ask you a question. All right. No pressure. Sure. Wait, first got to ask him. I'm going to ask him. Oh, here yeah, for God's sake. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Paul. I apologize. How, please tell me, how did you land in Mount Vernon? Oof. Uh, Trick question number one. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know it's gonna be hard. Um, you have to know. We no, we we moved from Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, back to Bedford, where I was. Built in Auburn. Spent four four years there, but uh, and it was a nice area. But the school systems and the community just wasn't what we were looking for. Did you have babies now? Yeah, that's why we moved back. So okay. uh, Camden and Gary were the Tucsonians. Yeah. They're both born in uh, Tucson, and um, no wonder their spirits are so strong. Yeah, and we came back as a family, so I, you know, I just wanted mm-hmm. to know their grandparents mm-hmm. and uh, their cousins, and so I'm glad we did it because they, unlike myself, I think I won, I knew one grandparent growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. They yeah. got to experience all of them and their cousins, wow. which was awesome. Uh, but Lustig was looking for a better school district and uh, you know a deeper sense of community, so we were looking. In Bedford, we looked in Amherst, we looked in Mount Vernon. I will say, we were coming in late summer, early fall, mm-hmm. in that drive, uh, coming into Mount Vernon, passing yeah. the uh, Pomeroy's Farm. Yes. yes. It's like, it was like a Norman Rockwell scene. Oh, so we were coming up 13, and oh my God, it's like you couldn't have been any better planned. And then the home we found in Margaret Circle uh, is a lot like community in the town home we had when we were in Auburn. So we lived in a cul-de-sac in Auburn. We had great friends. Was it an established circle yet? Or were you like the first house? I was the first one in uh, 
Auburn, and we were the second ones here. No wonder you were the captain. Oh. You're yeah. the boss of the neighborhood. Yeah. So, so we just fell in love with, A, it got us into this great school system, really small community. and um, That was a trick question, because Leslie said, if he doesn't say something about the school, that's your wife. Uh, <laughs> um, like, oh, you said, I, yeah. I didn't know. You well, said, yeah. I said, oh, we're going to ask him, you know, about, and she goes, oh, it'll be interesting to hear yeah. his answer. I hope he mentions the school, because that's why I wanted to come to Mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I yeah. really wanted to. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, what sold me was the rural setting, uh, similar neighborhood that um, we had when I left Auburn. But I will tell you, it took me ten years. Like Leslie knows everybody; she immediately glommed into the community mm-hmm. and uh, made friends. And she's like the mayor, mm-hmm. and I was a little monster doing my own thing in the background. You had to work every I had to day. Work, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I, in the last ten years, I really come to appreciate. Um, how special Mont Vernon is, mm-hmm. and uh, started making closer friends in Mont Vernon. I, I just recently retired, so I'm hanging Bragger. out. Bragger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long that'll last, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, do I hear a career now. change? I don't know. <laughs> Drop the tea. <laughs> I know. If anyone's hiring, I'm. Uh, yeah. so, so that's why we uh, came to Mont Vernon. Yeah, that's great. And and so did it take you? It took you a little while to start meeting some good friends. How did you meet them? Did you through, like through Leslie? Honestly. No, that's now. <laughs> they can't see it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Right. So right. special things they and have you, in common. Right. And you mentioned you're retired. Um, from what What did you used to do? I worked for Fidelity Investments for 21 years where I was I mean, primarily a program manager mm-hmm. managing uh, business transformation efforts. So people process technology initiatives, mm-hmm. uh, both internally and then also bringing customers and clients onto our platform. Yeah. And has, has it been um, a difficult transition moving <laughs> from... He looks very relaxed. He does I, look I don't very think it was relaxed. Yeah. It was I was good. trying to imagine him with the tie instead well, of his I don't know who's going to listen to this, but, but, I, but I will... And, and oh my all, gosh, our following is... Yeah, I know too. <laughs> very <laughs> careful. Uh, very important. In all sincerity, I loved working with Fidelity. So that mm-hmm. company, the first couple of years I was, you know, uh, struggled with sort of figure it out. But when you navigate and then, you know, it transformed. Abby Johnson... Uh, took over for her father, Ned, and Ned did a great job establishing that company. But Abby's been transformational. And uh, so it's just been a wonderful company to work for. Uh, great money, great benefits, great people. Uh, help, you know, help me get, retire early. So, they're a major employer in the area. Yeah, they are. They're, they're like 6,000 plus now in this nice. area. That's it's crazy. And, um, but it's a stressful job. It's a stressful environment. So if you're mm-hmm. a young kid getting out of college or someone who's highly motivated to uh, grow and succeed that's yeah, an awesome company there's lots of things you can do you can you know you can develop a career a lifetime career there mm. for me very stressful by the time I left and so I have not missed it like the okay. stress mm-hmm. there is no stress oh well I'm, I'm very happy to yeah. hear it the market's stressful you deserve it but, right. the, but other than that there's mm. no stress stop looking right. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't look, look. I, have, I have not looked in two weeks <laughs> good <laughs> very good continue that yep because you were retired you were probably able to wholeheartedly put your efforts into becoming the winner of the battle of the burbs mm. would you like to talk about your what was experience? your success how, how did you how win how did you win I gotta be honest with you. When at first, you, uh, I don't know how I get selected captain. I think Bonnie might have. <laughs> he was talking the smack right out of the gate. Yeah, like, I was. But Pirate you, circle is gonna like kill Dutton circle. Gonna, and I'm like, we'll see about that, sir. Right? Uh, uh-huh. Like, I'm highly competitive myself. If you're gonna be voluntold to, to take the job, <laughs> then you're gonna you're all in. Uh-huh. So, and, um, I like voluntold. Did you like it? Yeah, actually, it turned out to be. Um, you have some new neighbors. Yeah. It's not all. old. I had low old. expectations when I started. So I mean, we were, we're a neighbor of. Yeah, me, we had, me too. I had me low too. expectations. And so I just started with quick, putting those little door handle things out. Uh, I ran. I like put them in. I like booked out oh, yeah. in the driveway. I didn't want to get caught. <laughs> but I did want to win. Uh-huh. And so in our, our and so that's when uh, I think Bonnie, you allowed me, you all allowed me to do, adopt another neighborhood. So the adjacent mm-hmm. uh, Beach Hill was huge. So I went up and down Beach Hill Road, put the little doorknob uh, fly things on, and then. Um, and didn't you write something extra on your doorknob? Yeah, I, I actually sent a separate flyer out too. So I did the doorknob thing, and then uh-huh. I sent another one out uh, and invited people over for um, a barbecue at my a burn. Oh, tricky, tricky, serving food and alcohol. Was, I did the a, same. It was a burn and learn. Yeah, burn and burn learn. learn. Excellent mm-hmm. technique. Of which uh, I met one, two, 
two new two neighbors on Beach Hill that I hadn't met before. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think I may have met them. Like one was brand new, others I sort of knew, mm-hmm. sort of by association. Yeah, but uh, I mean, good for them for coming yeah. to a party like that. Yeah. I had a similar party pre a pregame party for my neighborhood, and I had um, a couple of new people that I'd never met come. Yeah. And I think that was well. There hasn't been a lot of post-COVID partying yet, so mm-hmm. it felt like oh, you're invited to a party. We're going. I'm yeah. going to meet my neighbors, and oh, like yeah. you should already know your neighbors. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, we didn't mingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best thing that came out of this for me was besides the winning was meeting these neighbors. Yeah. So yeah. now I have new friends. We uh, the block party was fantastic. They all showed up with their kids. I like it. It was yeah. your theme. I yeah. think that made it good. Great yeah. theme. Tacos and margarita. Tacos and the kids. Yeah. Now, do you That's think fun. you'll always have a block party now that we... We love it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. like kind of, you got everybody out there. It wasn't terrible hard, yeah. right? I mean, not yeah. everybody has a bounce house on their front yet. <laughs> or a snow cone machine, but yeah. you could incorporate that. Well, and our neighbors who have been here for three or four years, they have nine children. And oh, yeah. uh, they're part of the, yeah, perfect little library. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed up at our burn and learn, and I, Jay and I, and I had I knew Jay. We talked a few times, but mm-hmm. we have a different relationship just through this party. So the mm-hmm. engagement level Win. in the community is yeah, win yeah. win. And then the same with uh, we had the trespassers moved out, mm-hmm. and as he was leaving the community, I'm like, hey Tim, I said I uh, gave fifty bucks for you towards the uh, library for you. And he goes, what? So he <laughs> handed me fifty bucks. So I so I matched him, and then. Mm-hmm. True story. When he saw that we were getting close to six thousand, I don't, I don't know what it was. It was five thousand. Yeah, he came in at the end. Eight hundred and twenty. Right? He sends me a text. He goes, "Dude, eighty dollars, and you're at six thousand. He goes, "I just, he goes, I just sent them, sent the money in." Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So he, nice. even from Rhode Island, he was paying attention. Oh my gosh. Well, and he had three kids who yeah. went through mm-hmm. the system, yeah. and you know, like they've lived here a long time. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um, my neighbor, Bob Williams, kicked our neighborhood off with a $200 donation. I had low expectations. I was like, if I get $25, i will be thrilled from any neighbor. Mm-hmm. And um, right out of the gate, he did 200 bucks, and then that set the bar. And yeah. then the next one was 200 Like, I had really generous donations. I, so yeah. I will say, I had a plan in my own mind anyways, because we were... How much money I was going to donate as a family? Yeah, but we didn't give it all at once because I just we were trying to get this thing to be competitive. Mm, and uh, Beth Kershaw pinged me on the on. The, she gave me a call. Hey Paul, I love the idea. I love You're the welcome. library. Yeah, I could have swiped Well, she saw she saw my flyer too. She's like, got that after I talked to Joanne. And um, big she, fish, there's a big fish. Yeah. fighting for her, reeling her in. Yeah. So she was, I'm thinking about donating two fifty. I'm like, well, if you donate two fifty, I'll match you. She's like, awesome. So we started that, and that mm-hmm. puts us right right up there. And then it's we were talking strategy. smack, smack yeah. here and there. And then uh, I did donate. Um, to get us the next level up there. And then the Dufos came in huge mm-hmm. with, I was totally surprised. He's like, Paula, I think we can do something here. I'm like, what? Nice. That's fantastic. And like a week later, he shows up with a $2,000 check. And so the highest donation in Margaret, or the whole thing was 2000 the lowest um, donation, generous five, right? So it was there was a range of yeah. donations. Mm-hmm. And then all of them are matched by NEH grant, 25% fantastic. matches. Right. We had a couple people come in with like, all right, we're going to put $2,500 in and we're going to match the next. So it kind of kept it going yeah. and um, the foundation is thrilled. It was just a, a success. And had we gotten a couple more captains involved early, I mean, who knows where it could have gone. But it was hard. It was summer. It was a distracting time and people were traveling. So kudos to you. Good job. Mm-hmm. It was great. You are a winner. Well, you kudos are. to all of you for pulling it all together. I can say this should be replicated, This the Battle of the Burbs or whatever, but for this town and it's really kind of cool. Um, we talked about doing it for the town hall. Like if the town yeah. hall ever becomes oh, a nonprofit, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, situation where yeah. they, yeah. they also have a, a safe place to harbor funds where people feel like, yep. okay, yeah, I can yep. do this. Um, Cause like donor advice funds can't just go to some pot of money that could be spent on something else. Yeah. Like it really has to be specific, but I thought, yeah, you could rally the neighborhoods to do this again. I'd buy a window. So great. I was thinking yeah. about the other day. Like I, I put, yeah. said, like, a lot I'll of people have said that they want yes. to buy a window yeah. and I'm like, so you just need someone to structure it and you really got to have that 501c3 or something right. so that you could say to your accountant, yeah. like, okay, that, that was for charity, right? Like not just for fun. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but no, I thought it was great and it was a great, um, feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, as a captain, I did not want to ask for money. I'm not very good at that. And I Same. would, I would almost like want to say, you can just 
come to the party. You don't have to, you know, like just come to the party. And then people were like you, I was hoping maybe for like 20 bucks Mm -hmm. from people and Mm -hmm. we were getting a lot more yeah. And um, big participation. I was, I was. Yeah, now they got skin in the game, and yeah. when it comes to right. voting, they'll remember, like, yep, I was mm-hmm. part of that. And yeah, it didn't vote. have to be, it mm-hmm. sold itself, honestly. And I, I will say, and I've said this before, but, it's, but and I'm going to take advantage of this uh, platform. I know we're talking about building a new library, but when I started talking to some of our new neighbors, and their first question was, well, aren't libraries dead to the thing of the past? I'm like, oh. I know you, and funny you should say that, but this is more than a library. This is a library. It's a community center. It's a hub for Mont Vernon. And just think about what that can do. And it was like, that is awesome. He goes, yeah, I'm in. He goes, I'm donating. Right. Because well, it's it's not just about sending your kids here. It's your for, property values. It's like right. like you said when you came up the hill and it's so picturesque. Oh, it's right? Then you're looking for a little bit of the amenities. And there, there aren't really many. Like It's great that you have a fire truck to arrive and a police officer to keep it safe and a tiny little general store yeah. for milk. But other than that, you know, it's like it's a drive through town. So like putting that library as a I had the um, the director of Bo. He uh, what's the Italian word for the center of town? Um, the Piazza. Oh, Piazza. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So he's like, that's what a library is now in New England. Every yeah. town has one uh, and yeah. it's a social gathering place. It can be that place of conversation, cool. democracy. And when he, he has an Italian accent, and I was like, oh, that's so right. <laughs> right. Like, because it isn't just our library that happens to be. The center of our t- of of a town, libraries are changing. They're not they're not just books anymore. Not right. just our library. Libraries across the world oh, yeah. are not right. just books. Yes, it's a community builder, yep. um, and it's a way. Well, for... broadband out here is terrible, mm-hmm. right? Like Wi-Fi, you can't assume everybody has a computer. Everybody has access, and yep. like we cannot provide I, that. I can tell you right now. So uh, Leslie is in her master's plan program. Mm-hmm. She goes. Because I'm home, she's like, it's tired to be at home. She's like, I got, yeah. I need, you, I need you to go, or I gotta go. <laughs> right. And so she goes down to the library, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where down in either Amherst or Milford. I'm she's gonna come here. She's come here before. I'm here. sending yeah. her to Peterborough because I went there on Monday, oh, and they have the most fantastic space. historic room. The front, oh. so they put their big addition on, right? Yeah, good for them. But the front historic room, the reading room with the fireplace and the portraits has four beautiful desks with reading lamps. And there were two women there on their laptops yep. doing just what Leslie wants. She yeah, it's perfect. Like, I want it to be as good or better than my home. I want it to be quiet and inspiring, mm-hmm. right? It's it's so academic. It just felt like so regal in there. And I was like, I want to stay too, but I got to go. <laughs> I would have spent all day in there. And not just because I'm a fan of libraries, but because they set it up so perfect. They knew that's what people wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. And um, they have their own laptop. They came in and plugged in. It, like, they're not poor. They just wanted a beautiful space to you yeah, know, yeah. kind of be other than your house. So, yeah. Yeah. all right, we're going to do it for Leslie then. For Leslie. For Leslie. For Leslie. All right, good. Let me see. Okay, here's another question for you. What committees do you currently sit on? Uh, currently chairing the Strategic Advisory Committee that started in July. Tell us a year. little bit about what that is. Um, so I, I was talking to John Quinlan. He's sort of pulled it together for the uh, our selectmen. Yeah, our mm-hmm. selectmen. And the idea for the Strategic Advisory Committee is really to augment other committees in this town. Everyone's very focused. Uh, getting engagement in this town is, you know, it's difficult sometimes. People are working. Mm-hmm. But um, we pull this together to, uh, specifically right now, is to target the master plan and the capital improvement plan. And to go do a quick review of the master plan and working with the planning board to make suggestions on how we might edit it, mm-hmm. uh, update vision. It's all it's all advisory and recommendations, so we don't really have any decision-making authority. But we, we do come together and we're making suggestions. So we're, we're just, uh, we're probably one week or two weeks away from finalizing our input for a review of the master plan. I know we'll package that up for recommendation. And then the capital improvement plan. I mean, really the big thing for me and why I was passionate about joining it is there's so much potential in this town. Mm -hmm. And, but planning is the key. It's planning, planning, planning. And when I was on the budget committee last year, my first question when I'm looking at all these budget numbers and what's the changes was, so what? Like in the bigger plan of what? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm looking at this year. Like I don't know, is a five percent increase too much, too little? Like in context, of what did we plan to spend? What do we plan on spending mm-hmm. next year? Mm-hmm. What's coming up in three years from now? So you know, in my mind, having a master plan, having a capital improvement plan, and being able to look out five years operationally for this town, you know, for me allows me to be a better decision maker today. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, 
puts and takes. I have a put this year, but we have take next year. Uh, oh, you know what? We, we think we're going to plan to get this big spend next year, but you know what? There's three other things that are a higher priority that we talk about as a town. So can we move that three more years off from now? And then we all can work together as a community mm-hmm. to sort of look at the long run and say, okay, we're going to do these things in this order. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, so I like that. so happy to hear you say that because that's what's been missing. Yes. Um, it also pits department against department when there isn't a plan mm. uh, because we are all putting the last fork into, you know, we're stabbing at the last meatball yep. every single year yep. at town meeting when if we just had a capital improvement plan, you would know your plate of spaghetti is coming. You know, like you, <laughs> yep. you it's not your turn this year. And that kind of um, anxiety builds going into town meeting, and it's just really bad for employment I relations. I Lots of animosity. Yeah. Because everybody wants what's best for their own department, and they, but for the whole and, town. And we might uniquely know, but we haven't shared it. You know, like someone will say, like, oh, we don't need a fire truck. How do you know? Right? right? Like, how do you know they don't need a fire truck or we don't need a library? Like, there has to be someone like your strategic planning committee mm-hmm. that has looked at all the Everything. parts and can kind of graph that money. And like you said, like, you're going to pay out this year, but you're going to save next year. Or like, yep. hey, when is that fire station going to be paid for? When when will we see a, a school yep. budget under $5 million ever again? You know, like, it's a tough one. But I like you said, the best minds out there are not usually volunteering. They're busy. They're at work. Right? right. And... Um, I know my husband jumped on this committee. He was coerced. And I had to tell him, I'm like, it's a democracy when you go in there. Like, like these are not your employees where you can just tell them what to do. So I hope he's been behaved. No, he's been good. It's it's definitely a learning experience. It's a learning experience. So is there like a time where where you all had to sort of learn... to know, get to know each other and your working committee, styles. Right? Yeah, there's probably ten of us on it at this wow. point, and mm-hmm. different um, points of view. We, I, you know, I asked everyone on the first committee meetings because you're the chair, yeah, is that I'm correct? Chair. Mm-hmm. So we did introductions and talked about your family, uh, why you're here, that kind of thing. You know, what brought you to Mont Vernon? So mm-hmm. good questions. Work style. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I would say it's a bit agile. I mean, this is my first chair experience too, so I, I uh, will get my report card when we're done. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll give myself a B, mm-hmm. I have to rate B it, but, <laughs> but it's but agile because, you know, we're learning each other's styles, but I will say people are engaged, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, process, <laughs> I'm learning the process, you know, you know, corporate America helps you get organized and, you know, be efficient in terms of some of these meetings, but there's no shortcuts in town government, like everything's mm. it's process, 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 yeah. and yes. uh, there's no individual, individual discretion, it is like full transparency as I'm learning and some people are more sticklers than others in terms of, you know, the Mix, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting uh, for me to, to learn that, but it's a very diverse group, which, which is what I love. We've got people, residents who've been here for multi-generations on this committee. We've got new eyes too. New people professionals new. who've never been on this before. We've got military, we've got marketing folks we got um, I love it I love it I love it men and women we don't have we, I wish we had some youth on it we are missing you know a 20 year old or someone in the 20s but I'd say we got a wide range of we know a people. lot of those yeah. maybe we can okay. scoop of them well that's important because you're you're not just going to have an agenda for uh you know there's only school pe- people with school aged children I, I like that there's yeah. uh generational differences there so that's, I think people will be happy. Well, with hopefully that's done. the case. It comes across the way because mm-hmm. the only agenda that I have is what's in the best interest for Mont Vernon. And, and I think, you know, I, I don't really have, I'm not championing any one cause. I'm championing our cause. And mm-hmm. that, that's what's nice about everybody here participating. But Well, because you're a taxpayer too. Will yeah, you, and I just want progress. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you be um, presenting your ideas and findings to the town in any format? We don't have that part figured out yet. So mm-hmm. what we are, I think of these two deliverables. So if this committee is successful this year, and success is, uh, will be in the eyes of the beholder. So mm-hmm. we, we're going to deliver this to the planning board and to the selectmen. Okay. Right. My, my, what's going to end up happening is, is there's way too much work to get done. I was going to say, you got more work in the future. <laughs> there's more work to be done here. So I, I like the, I, the, what this committee just did is went through, we're going through this entire master plan in all its glory. And it's mm-hmm. sort of Frankenstein state. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's grounding us and we're learning. Like what's missing, what isn't missing, why do we have this? So that's good. This, the, we'll be better committee for it if we stay together. It's going to help us put a draft review capital improvement plan. 
Mm-hmm. That's not going to be. Per- that's just going to be a deliverable to the selectmen, and a lot of it's recommendation. Mm-hmm. Like planning board, if you agree with these recommendations, accept these changes. Uh, on the master plan, there are so many. Uh, there are charts and maps that are outdated. Like that's just replace them, right? Mm-hmm. Replace the demographics. Like add a town summary section in the front because you know right up front with all the stats instead of having it interspersed throughout the thing to try to keep it simple as an example. Right. So I, I do think. Next year will be a year of a lot of specific actions based on the recommendations from this committee. Excellent. So, yeah. Thank you for your hard work. Um, that is a lot of work. Yeah. I Thank think. you. It, but it has to be done. <laughs> it Otherwise, does. Otherwise, the pitchforks will continue to come out. We'll make no progress. Mm-hmm. Town will, you know, just continue to be fractioned. And it shouldn't have to be. It can all happen if it's phased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the underlying assumption I have is if, again, if people see the plan, and know there's a plan and we start executing the plan and you can have trust in the process. Yes. And so then it doesn't become about, because right now you vote down a lot of things is my suspicion mm-hmm. because I don't trust the process. I have no transparency in the process. And yeah, so I, I don't, knew. I never knew. I don't trust you. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to vote my pocketbook period. And right. this is, this committee is not about trying to spend money. It's about trying to look at how we spend our money and a plan. So we spend That's it great. smartly. Yeah. Right. Because if people feel threatened because they don't know, mm-hmm. Yep, they of course will tighten up the wallet and. Now your meetings are open to the public. Yep, you're on the town calendar on the website. Yep. All right, everybody, get in on those meetings. Find out what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, very good, very good. Well, guess what? What? It's time for my favorite part. Oh God! Is the speed round. (laughs) All right, what currently are you reading? What currently currently am I reading? Yes, or what have you read (laughs) recently? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. So I'm not reading a whole heck of a lot right now. So what about is, a podcast? Because you're busy. What about what do you do? What do you log into in the morning? Is that a terrible question? <laughs> no, I a, actually, I have a uh, curated news source feed that's, mm-hmm. that tries to pull in a lot of independent news. What's it called? Uh, it's called news. Actually, it's on, it's you pull it on my. Mm-hmm. Right off my I'm, phone. A, I'm a New York Times person, but I do, I'm not ready to read it online. But like. You know how they do the top stories of the day? Yeah. Like, maybe maybe I don't want the top stories of the day. I want the mm. kind of, like, art and style section. So, like, I do yep. read the Sunday Times, and I catch up. They have a section that catches up on the whole week. By yep. Sunday, it's over. But, um, yeah, I don't have a daily news. I so do. Just call or news. the daily podcast. I do that right. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do that. Um, I used to read it a fair amount when I was traveling for work. Mm-hmm. I just grab a book. I can blow through sure. a book, you know, in three or four days. So, uh-huh. and... and you're probably going to ask me, like, what's your favorite book? I, no. I don't have an answer on that. But I'm like, not. How could you pick one? <laughs> I can't. That's, that would be my answer. That's a good yeah. question. We've never asked that question. No. Your favorite. Suspense yeah. thriller. Mm-hmm. I like the That's your genre? Like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. well, scare well, me. I could definitely recommend one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. That was the hard question. That was the hardest one. What is your uh, travel dream spot? Ooh. Travel dream spot. Mm-hmm. I Right now, I have my eye on Indonesia. Uh, Asia, uh, Thailand, that whole area, Bali. Have uh, you been at all? Nope. 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 Neither. In fact, we're, Les and I will be married 30 years in 2024. Already? So that's the plan. I know. Did you get married wow. at 16? Like, Maybe. <laughs> nope. Wow. So I, I think that's, that's, uh, that's, that's exotic. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are brave. You have a, a place you in Costa travelers. Rica and yeah. I know you vacationed there first. Yeah. Fell in love with it. Yeah. I feel, I feel really lucky. I mean, honestly, when you say, I'm like middle of the road guy. Life's been pretty good. So mm-hmm. when you say where's, where's your favorite spot, I like every place I go, I enjoy. There's something yeah. I do enjoy, but every place we go to, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Florida is not my favorite spot. I'll put what? that as, an, as a contrast. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, not right a, now, no, right now. Costa Rica, mm-hmm. we love it. Um, that's different. We we just love being in with uh, the local community. You have that culture. relaxed beach vibe about you too, so I feel like you probably. I like relaxed beach vibe. Leslie likes to be hiking and biking, so it it, it uh, it's uh, interesting at times, but for the most part, it balances itself out, and mm-hmm. we get we have some fun vacations. What's the local drink of the day in Costa Rica? Like, what do they drink? Like water? <laughs> oh, they, they the imperial. They have their local beer, imperial uh-huh. beer, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. By the by I the cases. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yummy. All right. What is your a, a, a special date night with Leslie. Ooh, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> um, <laughs> we like our wine. 
cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll make a dinner at home and have just hanging out doing uh, wine, cheese, and crackers. Perfect. Um, I like to go out a lot. I like to eat out. So just mm. get, get, we went to the Pearl restaurant in Peterborough Ooh, oysters. Uh, for her birthday. And yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we had a bottle of wine. We had their specialty cocktail. We tried Perfect. that. And yeah. So I think, think, yeah, just hanging. Les is not a big, she likes all her friends, mm-hmm. but she also likes just, you know, she and I to hang out together too. So I think that's she's just, beyond. Oh, she still yoga likes master. you. That's good. Of course she does. Of course she does. All right. This one. Would you tell us, please, your secret talent? Secret talent? Mm. Yeah. Do you have one? Secret talent. I know. Mm. 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 If it's a secret, it can't tell us. I know. <laughs> no, not. I don't know. Tell secret talent. I, I like. I think I have a pretty good uh, ear, so I can mimic different animal sounds and noises. That and, is a talent, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Like a bird calling? Like guy? the barred owl. And Go. The, uh, Let's hear one. No, 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 We're going to put no? it in a talent show. <laughs> I'm going to use Jeff's story time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talent, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, what is your vision for the town of Mount Vernon? Ooh. Yeah. Dream big. Oh, I didn't. Bit. Ding. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so I'll, I'll preface it like this because I really do love this town. We're retired. I don't know how much longer we'll be here, uh, but I'm committed to like the investment for the next generation to come. And I would love the, the next family that comes up to have that same experience I had when we came in. Nice. Um, I do think this town center, I felt this way for years, um, could be a hub it, you know, a, 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 with more activity. So mm-hmm. I love... The new library idea and the community center and the trails up there, like you can, and that doesn't have to cost a lot for trail. I mean, I can all be volunteer based to go get those mm-hmm. uh, cut in and whatnot. Um, I'd love to have some artisans and more uh, small businesses in town. Yeah. Um, uh, I would love a tavern, but so would I, I actually would love this building here to be a tavern. Every mm-hmm. architect that came yes. in I know it. Yeah. Um, that interviewed to kind of be bar. the architect, they uh-huh. would oh, oh, the oh, library. Yeah. And, and we imagined right here would yep. be where the bar stools were. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when, you, <laughs> when, you, when you look at Halloween and the, the everyone out in the center of town at Halloween or it's spring gala, it is. Okay. And I, I'd love to see more of that. Agreed. Yeah, love to see I more love your work. vision. I'm yeah. going to that place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, thank you so much for coming today. You were. Um, an excellent competitor for, for <laughs> Battle of the Burbs. Congratulations. We weren't going to I, I, I can see you as a selectman, so you say you might not be staying long, but um, yeah, so yeah, you go from one know, committee, they put you in charge for a reason, so yeah. all of her two first selectmen. I'm just going to say it now. <laughs> I, may have, I may have to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going back to work. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. No, no you, your um, services are needed here for free. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteer with us. Well, I appreciate <laughs> yep. Perfect. Thanks for coming. Thanks I'm going to pause coming. it and we're going to come back with Amy's amazing fall recommendations because sure. I know some new stuff just dumped stuff. and it's yeah. exciting. All right. Hold one second, please. <laughs> All right. We're back after a bit of a break. It's been a busy Friday afternoon. Lots of people coming to visit us at the library. So now Bonnie has left. She's off to sell, set up at the book sale. So it's just Joanne and I. <laughs> And we're going to talk about book recommendations. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am first going to talk about some books that I've read recently, and then I'll talk about uh, books that are upcoming to be published soon. So first of all, this is a book um, I did not know before this summer that Alice Hoffman had written short stories. Oh, me neither. I did not know that. She has this charming little book called Blackbird House. I like the new title. I think it came out in 2004, mm-hmm. 2005, so it's an oldie. And I, I had bird never heard of it, never read it, and it's maybe a dozen or more short stories, and they're all set in the same place on the Cape, and it's the stories of this, all surrounding this one particular house. And it's different people oh. that have lived in the house over the years, or... It's, oh, it's just, I love the oh, idea. It's so good. I it's love so the good. idea of yes. that. So it feels like it feels like one story mm-hmm. because it's all set in that same place, mm-hmm. but it's all these different 
stories and from different angles and different pieces of these people's Does lives. Does it go back and, in history? Um, like it, it goes. It goes. It, go, it starts way back when the first people settled on the land and built the house. Oh, I have to read this book. And then it goes forward in in time up to the up to present day, practically. Mm-hmm. And it's all different. You know that there's one about. Um, there's an abused wife and what happens mm-hmm. with her. And there's one about, you know, one of the early people was kind of like a, you know, suspected witch. And, you know, one of them <laughs> is, one of them, it's a, it's a family that has a daughter that had like either like cancer or leukemia or something. And there's, mm-hmm. so there's, there's all kinds of different family relationships. And, you know, there's a, there's a fisherman that gets lost at sea and there's, so there's all these stories and they all kind of get interwoven and it's, it's, it's beautiful. I, I can't believe I, A, that I'd never heard of it and B, mm-hmm. that I'd never read do it. Do we have it here? We do. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. going to check it out. Blackbird House. It's, it's okay. small, very charming. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, other books that I've read recently, I just finished listening to The Magnolia Palace by Fiona Davis. So mm-hmm. that's her latest book. Okay. And her books all, she loves, she does New York City. They're all set in New York City. Mm-hmm. And they're all about iconic New York City buildings. So in this one, she tackles the Frick Museum. Mm-hmm. And kind of, you get a little bit of the history of the family. And um, it's fiction, but it's, you know, some of the characters are based on the, the real family members. And it's sort of her imagining what happened Um it was, if you're one of those people that doesn't like um, an ending that's a little bit too twee, like it was, it was, <laughs> it was very sweet. Like if you're not in the mood for like a happy, sweet ending, don't read this book because the end will just uh-huh. annoy you. Because it uh-huh. did, it did have that really nice, like, ah, like happy ending. And I'm not giving anything away. Like it, it just, did, you say it, it just, did? It did. Oh, okay. It, it, it wrapped up very nicely. Okay. Um, there's a bit of a mystery involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wondering what happened. Um, but yeah, the end, it just, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it and I, have been to the Frick. It's been a really long time, but now mm-hmm. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Uh, another book that I read recently was called Metropolis by B.A. Shapiro. And now she wrote, she's really well known for The Art Forger. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, I, re- I read that one. A lot of people know her for that book. Mm-hmm. And she's written a couple other books. This is her latest. It just came out mm, sometime in the last couple months. And it was a really interesting story. This one's set uh, kind of in the suburbs of Boston at a storage facility. And the girl who is the manager of the storage facility gets paid cash under the table to kind of look the other way that people are living in the storage facility. And now this is, the storage facility has an interesting history. It was a very early, one of the earliest storage facilities. Mm -hmm. So it looks almost, it's like a big brick building with windows. It looks almost like a castle. So it's not like you think of like the 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 one story today that look like garages. It's not like that. Is there a bathroom? It was, yes, there were, Uh, so it it was a, an actual building um, you know, with, with floors and, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Um, so, and so you get, you get the stories of the lives of four or five of these people that were like, there's one guy who's, he's running his law office out of one of the storage facilities. And there's a, a man who's a photographer and there's a woman who's a, we'll call her a socialite, but she's got in a, like abusive Mm -hmm. husband kind of situation. Um, and so they're all here at the storage facility, and so it's how their lives are intersecting in the storage facility, what and, time and of, what happens. What it, time is this happening? It's present day, so it's and happening. It's what? Metropolis. Okay. And I believe that's, if I'm remembering correctly, it's that's the name of the storage facility is the Metropolis oh, storage or whatever. Sounds really interesting. Um, yeah, too. it was. It was. It was really interesting. Um, it also had kind of a little bit of a little bit of a mystery like there was like hmm what really happened here and so you get the the reveal of what was happening but it was good I liked I liked the way she told the story uh another book that I listened to recently I've been listening a lot I haven't had a lot of time to sit and Mm -hmm. actually read a paper book so I've done a lot of audiobooks is called The Late Late Comer The Late Comer by Jean Hamp Corellitz and she wrote the plot 
which came out last year, which I love. That was speaking when Paul was Paul was talking about thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was still here, I was going to mention that one for him because well, it was really good. Listen up, Paul. So, yep, you know um, he's going to hear it. The plot. Mm-hmm. So um, this is this is her latest book. It's called The Latecomer. Most of the time, when I'm looking for books to read, I like to read the summary. Like I'll read mm-hmm. the book jacket or yeah. the review on whatever website. And I didn't do that with this one. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, it's her latest book. Of course I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had because I thought it was going to be like the plot. I thought it was going to be this very suspenseful thriller sort of book. And it was different. It was more kind of family relationships. So I kept expecting it to kind of like the tension to be building and something to be happening. And it didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I was getting annoyed mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, where's all the suspense? And mm-hmm. then I realized, oh, that's not... I finally just sat back and said, oh, it's not this kind of book. Mm-hmm. Let me really enjoy it for what it is. And so then I was able to enjoy mm-hmm. it. And so I wish I had read the synopsis so I knew going into it, oh, this is a completely different And you kind of didn't book. do that just because you knew you wanted to read it. Because, because I loved author. her other mm-hmm. book. Right, right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's bad on me. Um, I sometimes don't read uh, The Jacket because um, I can talk myself out of something. Sure. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, it's better just to jump in. Right. Well, well why I do so that. Per- perfect example of, of going in the opposite direction, uh, a book that I had mentioned in our last podcast, Inland by Taya Obrecht. Mm-hmm. Um, in reading the synopsis, it made it, I, it made me think it was a Western, like cowboy hats and cowboys kind of. Mm-hmm. And it is set in the West, but it is not a Western. Mm-hmm. It's not that sort of book. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it put me off from it from the long t- longest time. But mm-hmm. when I finally got to read it, I loved it. It was mm-hmm. so good. So I think that can go both ways. You mm-hmm. have to kind of read it and right. think about it. So um, The Latecomer, that one's, that one's very new. Another book that I read recently, and this one I did read the print copy, was The Midcoast by Adam White. It's a debut novel. And this was actually recommended by a patron. So thank you, Barbara Liscord, mm-hmm. for mentioning this book to Bonnie. And Bonnie picked that up, and Barbara read it, and then I read it. Mm-hmm. And it's set in Midcoast, Maine, um, Damariscotta. And it's it's a lot about, I know, I guess I remember um, Annette Emerlika one time saying to me, and she's a, another patron, you read a lot of books, you talk a lot about books about families and about family relationships and I think you like books like that and I said you know what I think you're right because this Uh is like that it's and it's about um it talks it kind of goes into a lot about um you know what is privilege and um family and loyalties family loyalties and um it's I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to give anything away um there's not like any big twists or surprises or anything but it's just it's it's really well layered and it's really well written and I think it'll be interesting to see if Adam White what he writes in the future because mm-hmm. this was this was a really good book um, so those are things that have come out uh, that I've read recently the books that are upcoming uh, on October 4th Ellen Hildebrand has a book coming out. Oh, so this wow. is this is not her usual time of year. We all know she's the queen of the beach read. Mm-hmm. Um, Endless Summer. And it is nine stories that are prequels, sequels, and bonus chapters oh. of other stories that she has written. Um, so it's... Hang on, sorry. I'm getting an SOS text from a child at the moment. So Uh-oh. Um, sorry about that. I got a little <laughs> distracted. Sorry. So um, I actually ordered a copy. Um, Ellen is famous for going to Mitchell's Book Corner right. on Nantucket. She does book signings in the summer every whatever every Tuesday at noon. She's and you've there. gone, right? I haven't. I haven't oh. gone to her book signings. I did meet her when she was on a book tour last year right. for Golden Girl. I went okay. to an event in Rhode Island. Okay, and, and that's what I was her. thinking. Right. Um, but when she's when she lives on when she's on Nantucket, because that's where she lives, it's like whatever it is her weekly she's mm-hmm. like just show up and she's like just so you know i'm coming straight from my yoga to there she's like so don't expect me to look cute i'm gonna be there in my yoga clothes uh-huh and she sure is um so um mitchell's book corner on nantucket it can still be pre-ordered mm-hmm. it doesn't come out so october 4th that's next week right if you get 
buy the book through Mitchell's Book Corner, you get you can get a signed copy, mm-hmm. and it comes with a specially designed, custom designed watercolor map of Nantucket that oh. shows all of the locations. Oh my goodness! For um, her books, so you know, I it's like you've already this signed is, up for this. I did. I did. Oh, I already. I already. Pre- I already pre-ordered my copy. Map. So so it'll be personalized, signed. Mm-hmm. You know, from Ellen Hildebrand. It's you know, come to me. Um, yes, so I'm looking forward to reading that, but, but even, even without the extra map and even without the personalized (laughs) signed copy, Mm -hmm. Endless Summer should be really interesting. So it's, she's addressing, um, let me see, I had the list of some of the different, um, books that she's going to talk about or, or, you know, the, the different prequels and sequels that it goes, um, let's see. So she mentions, um... Three years after Mallory Blessing's death in 28 summers, her friends gather for another eventful Labor Day celebration on Nantucket in the sixth wedding. Uh, She talks, there's more stories for the beautiful day. Um, Let's see, Matchmaker, um, Summer of 79, which that's, I can't remember which book that was. Was it Summer of 69? So she's, so it's, it's, um, I think people. Have you read all of her books? Just about. Okay, I, I haven't. I've only read a couple. Maybe one or two of the early ones I mm-hmm. haven't read, but there was a spate in there where I just kind of was reading one mm-hmm. after the next after the next. Well, you'll have um, to. Will you reread them before you read this? I don't know. I, I don't. You're a rereader. I, sometimes, sometimes, but this would be a lot to reread mm-hmm. nine of her books just to. I probably won't. I'll probably just jump in. I'm hoping that. The way she's written it, it will will spark your it memory. It will spark enough mm-hmm. memories, and you'll say, "Oh yeah, I remember who these people are." So that's coming out October fourth. So beware, Ellen Hildebrand fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Kingsolver has a new book. Coming oh out. really? That's yes. been a while. Yes, October eighteenth. It's called Demon Copperhead. Oh. And it is a modern day version of David Copperfield set in the American South. Oh. So I think that sounds fascinating and she is such a wonderful writer so oh, that she will be, certainly is that will be amazing and speaking of amazing writers Cormac McCarthy mm-hmm. it's his first book in 16 years his last book was the Pulitzer Prize winner The Road so he has a new book coming out October 25th called The Passenger mm-hmm. it's actually the first book in a two-part series the sequel is called Stella Morris and that comes out December 6th this year. Okay. So I have a feeling he's written both of them kind uh-huh. of in together. And so The Passenger will come out in October. Stella Maris is the sequel to The Passenger, and it's coming out in December. So you wow. don't have to wait long. That's good, because I do not like having to wait. It's very hard. Very hard. So that he's been hard at work these last 16 years. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out. And then the last book that I wanted to mention, since I did mention... Um, Alice Hoffman at the beginning, she has a short story called The Bookstore Sisters that's coming out November 1st. And it's not a collection of short stories, not like The Blackbird House, and it's not a full novel. It's just a short story called The Bookstore Sisters. Hmm. And when I looked, when I looked it up, I heard about it because I follow her on Instagram Mm -hmm. and she mentioned it on Instagram and I, I looked it up on Amazon and it looks like, at least through Amazon, it's only available either as a Kindle or an audiobook. So I don't know if it'll actually be available hmm. in print. Okay. Um, yeah, but I thought that was very interesting. So love Alice Hoffman's writing. Yeah, she's, me too. She's great. Mm-hmm. So what have, what have you been reading, Joanne? Well, I, I have written down quite a few Other than of children's your... books? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I did just finish the Narwhal series well not the series just the, the first the one. first book for my book club next week um i started to read no offense by meg cabot what was that fun um i think it's gonna be fun i started to read it it's about a children's librarian on a little island somewhere oh. and i and she meets a um police officer i think there's a romance um i think i'm going to like it good um, but I've been a little distracted, so I yes. have to, because the book clubs are starting up again. And that's where your focus needs to be, yeah. reading all those, the all those juvenile fiction. And yes. figuring out what to do. Right. Yeah. Planning snacks so, and planning crafts. Well, and I have to say, the, the, the activity, let's call it an activity, for our first book club next week, I'm hoping will go well. 
because there's a sea monkey in it. Yay. So I have to see. <laughs> I have to see if I have luck. Okay. Hatching. Hatching some <laughs> sea monkeys. <laughs> May Neptune's blessings be upon thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right? Yes. So yeah, the um, October is definitely uh, my time where I I kind of have to stop reading and go right into the to the children's books. But you've really piqued my interest on the Blackbird House. I think I'm gonna I just, go get it right now. I just loved it when we're finished. Yes. So yes. Good. Hey, maybe we did it. Yay! We did it. Um, this was a fun and interesting podcast. Yes. Yes, it was. And. Um, I'm, I'm sure everything's going to work out just fine Everything in the editing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. All right. Well, all right. thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we'll see you next month. And we'll talk about all things Halloween and October. Excellent. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.